Welcome to Continuum, the International Business Council podcast, where each episode we sit down with an incredible member of the IBC community, dive in, and learn from their journey. This is John Fitzgerald, and welcome to another edition of the Continuum podcast. Today, I'm very, very happy to introduce to you Maria Klostrakis, a current student at the University of San Diego and the president of the SIBC at the San Diego chapter. Maria, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Good, good. I think this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to get to know you a little bit, as well as for our listeners to get to know you. So just to start off, kind of the general aspect, like, tell us a little about yourself, like where you grew up, how you ended up at USD, kind of what went into that decision, look at any other schools. Yeah. So I grew up in Sacramento, California. My dad immigrated from Greece when he was 28 years old. So he came to the United States and settled down and had his little family that turned out to be a big family. We're a family of seven. I have four younger siblings. Um, what attracted me to USD was I went to Mariloma High School and we had the International Baccalaureate Program. And a senior who was ahead of me one year had gone to USD and invited me to tour. And I was landed at in San Diego and I fell in love with the school. And I actually talked to one of our advisors about the dual degree program to go live in Portugal for two years. And I was so excited about the international aspects of the school and I decided to choose it. So did you go to Portugal? Have you been in Portugal for a couple of years then for school? Unfortunately, COVID did happen during those two years okay. where I was supposed to go, but I made it up and I'm going to Singapore in January as an alternative. So how long will you be in Singapore? For three weeks. And then I come back to finish my last semester. And so is Singapore academic at all? Or do they tie it in? Do you get, is it a credit course? Yes. So I'm going for global marketing. We're going to go see some of the production sites and facilities from USD alumni with Dr. Carlton O'Neill. And is it a, a team that's going or are you just going and you're going? It's about 10 of 10 students who applied and are going for three credits. Oh, that's nice. And then you mentioned that then you will graduate in May, correct? Yes. And then what, what degrees or degree will you have when you graduate? I will have two degrees, international business and marketing, and also a minor in Spanish. Okay. So although you get your whole future in front of you, what today are you really passionate about? What what motivates you and, and what drives you, you know, from a school perspective, et cetera? So I've always been a little bit competitive from a younger age and I've liked doing things my own way. So I'm really passionate right now about helping smaller businesses and making them do a little bit better in their business settings uh, with SABC. Specifically, we helped a small winery in Mexico last year, and it was really heartwarming, and it helped me find a little passion for making little people bigger. Um, and it motivates me in school. I really like the competitive environment and always being kind of at the top of the class. So this year I took six classes. It was a little bit um, more rigorous than the past five, and it's been exciting just to see how I can push my limits a little bit out of my comfort zone. So when you got to San Diego – do you had the opportunity to look at different, if you want to call them clubs, involvements, things like that. What attracted you to SIBC? I know you already mentioned the international component, but was there anything else that, you know, that this young Maria saw when she got to USD? 
Yes. So in the fall of my freshman year, we have a thing called Alcala Bazaar. And all 200 plus clubs from USD line up in the center of the university. And you can go and talk to all the people within the clubs. I walked up to SABC at USD and the boy was telling me about how you could travel internationally. And it's funny because the first company I worked with was a Greek olive oil company. And I thought it'd make my dad happy to see his roots at school. So I joined the club and worked for the olive oil company for a little bit. So in the three and a half years that you've been involved in the SABC, has the SABC been able to provide you any guidance, like bigger picture for your career, kind of in in what you maybe potentially want to do or what you don't want to do? Yes. So my junior year, I became a project leader for one of our projects in Mexico. And the eBoard introduced a mentorship program where we brought back SABC alumni to mentor the project leaders of each group that year. And my project leader, Audrey Kramer, actually did consulting in London. So it was awesome to have that firsthand input and first sight to see like, oh, this is how she's doing it in the big world and how I can implement it in the educational academic world. So you're currently president of the SIBC at, at San Diego. Can you tell us about like that experience? Like how, how time consuming has it been for you? And you just said you this past semester, you took six classes as opposed to generally the five that you take. And has that helped you kind of, again, prepare you, in your opinion, for post-undergrad? Um, yes. So being president of SIBC has been an amazing experience. I never would have thought when my started my freshman year that I would have ended up as president. But through the encouragement of our advisor, Dr. Aspro. And just seeing last year's presidents and the presidents before me, it was awesome to fill the shoes of those people. Um, It has been slightly on the more time-consuming side, just because as president, you manage all six to eight international projects, as opposed to just being project lead for just one. However, I really enjoy it, and I like to talk to each of the project leads and be able to give everyone individual advice and be able to see just different ideas circulating versus folks fixating on one project. And so, I mean, looking back, tell us a little bit about the projects you've been involved with. I know you mentioned the the Greek olive oil, the winery in Mexico, and do you do, is it one project a semester, one project for the year? Can you talk a little bit about the, the project structure? Yes. So in the past, we've done one project per semester. So my freshman year, um, when I joined the olive oil one, it was a little bit, that one actually ran for two semesters. The projects that I've ended up being on, funny enough, have ran for two semesters. Um, and then my sophomore year, I joined John Javier Tequila. And that one was interesting because it was over COVID. So it was a different dynamic to see how we could facilitate the club through virtual settings. And then my junior year, I was with the winery in Mexico. And my senior year, I did participate on a project. Um, I did the IPE forum and actually got to meet the fellow members of SABC from other schools. And is that natural that generally by the time you're a senior, you're not involved in project per se, but more in your executive board of the the SABC? Traditionally, that has been how it's gone this year. I actually recruited a lot of sophomores to be on eboards so that we'd have younger members learn how to run the club 
as opposed to retraining a new group of seniors every single year. But some senior, it depends on what you're looking for. Some seniors want to travel, so they go on the international projects. Some seniors like to do the capstone of IPE, and some seniors do like to go on eboard. This year, we only have myself and then Sebastian, the vice president, as seniors. Okay. So in, in five short months, you're going to graduate from University of San Diego. And then like the next big step in your life. Any thoughts on what you want to do? Like what, what you know, from an industry standpoint, or do you want to stay in San Diego? Or are you going to go back to Sacramento? Yes. So I am applying to a few different um, areas for college or post-college jobs. Specifically, I'm very interested in management consulting in areas of New York and Chicago. Management consulting was a passion that came up through SIBC and as well through curriculum. As an international business major, we can take a class called Management Consulting 414, and we learned about how to import and export and determine if your company is ready to move your product to a different country. And through that, I identified something I didn't know about previously through college, but consulting has really um, built my interest a lot. And my second pathway is sports marketing. I took a class as well at USD about sports marketing with Dan Bruton. And I'm hopefully going to work in a team sport, most likely in the NBA or the soccer league. So I'm in Chicago right now and it's right before Christmas and I'm just looking at my thermometer and it's two degrees below zero. And I have to believe it's probably a little colder than you are in Sacramento. Yes. It is. Okay. Just letting you know. I do have family who's in Chicago. So I've made the mistake in February of last year. I went with my California jacket and there was like a snow blizzard and I was freezing, but I'm prepared for the cold. <laughs> okay, good, good. So when you think over your last three and a half years at, at USD, are there any core principles that you've learned that's going to help you provide guidance you know, in your career? Yes, I would say the first one is to be open to new opportunities. You never really know where you're going to, what something's going to take you to. Um, always saying yes to new opportunities, new fields, and new industries just to see as much as you can learn. I'd say another core principle is to be able to listen and to adapt well. Um, something that is Harder as a leader is to realize that you don't have all the answers to the problems that are going to come up and to be able to listen and be able to identify that there is another person who could tell me the right answer or a better solution to our problem. And lastly, to be confident in what you're doing and what you've done and to continue going forward. As a woman in business, it's really important that I can stand up and say that these are my accomplishments versus saying, that um, I don't know how I got here when I do know how I got here through the work I've done. So if you had the chance to talk to the senior in high school, Maria, what would you tell her today based on everything you've learned in the last four years? I would tell her that everything's going to be okay and to stress a little less and to kind of be happy and confident and believe in herself. A major thing is to believe that everything's going to be okay. And I feel in high school, I was very stressed about what's going to happen and where am I going to go? 
at that time I was considering um, studying politics in Washington, D.C. with American University or studying business in San Diego or studying management at University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. So I was going into about three different routes. And at that time, it, I needed to have like more reflection time and realize that no matter what I picked, I'd be good at it. So what I've taken from you is you've achieved a lot of success so far in college. And although you're still really young and you have your whole life in front of you, how would you define success in college? I mean, is it grades? Is it experience? Just in your words, how would you define that? I would say work-life balance also applies to college kids of having a good part of everything. Definitely don't let your grades go. Grades do matter, despite what everyone tells you. Um, And I do think that you should have experiences. It's just that finding that balance of not forfeiting one thing for another thing, but just kind of having it all, just little pieces of it. Okay. I'm going to change subjects now, and I want to talk a little bit about leadership. So can you name a person or multiple people that thus far in your life have had an influence on you from a leadership perspective? Yes. Um, The main person who had an impact on me as a leader was Dr. Hanson Garcia at the University of San Diego. She teaches a class called Women in Management, and she gave us a book from the Harvard Business Review about like the 10 steps it takes for a woman to be a good manager or to be in higher positions. And throughout the course of that semester, I learned a lot of little things that I was doing that could make me feel stronger, could make what I was saying be delivered better. And I think that my leadership skills grew tremendously after having that reflectionary period of how do I define myself as a leader? How do I define myself through my identities and so forth? So as you've studied, and, and I'm sure you, 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 in your classwork, you talk about leadership and you've started to form, I think, probably some really foundational opinions in regard to leadership. But as an individual, do you have any opinions on what you think a mistake people make in leadership positions? Yeah, I think oftentimes as a leader, you believe that you're supposed to kind of pull the direction instead of emphasize the vision. Um, as a leader, you always want to empower the people beside you because that's what makes you a strong leader is having everyone believe in you versus I could lead the group where we need to go, but if they don't believe that I know where we're going, there's not going to be that trust. And to have trust in a leader is what makes great leadership. So I want to switch back to a little bit for a little bit to talk about SIBC and then also the IBC. And, you know, from our listener perspective, the IBC is the Alumni Association of the SIBC. So in a few short months, you can become a member of the IBC, yeah. which we're looking forward to. Um, and the IBC mission is very similar to the SIBC mission. It's to create a world where the business community acts as a principled force for the common good globally. Uh, might be a little lofty sometimes, maybe a little um, idealistic when you say that. But what does that mean to you? Yeah. Because it's very similar to the SIBC. Yeah. So I think that the common good is really important to focus on. Through IPE, one of the projects we've done through SIBC, we talked about should um, companies take a stance on issues. And I think we had to really sit down as a group and reflect 
what does it mean for the common good and who is the common good and how do you achieve speaking out to impact that and I believe that for me personally to create a world where businesses and come together to put good in the world means you're putting more positives than negative into work your community and it's taking a reflection on what impact am I making is my community being served is the environment being served do my consumers feel like they're taken or appreciated and so forth so it's kind of looking at a bunch of different um stakeholders and seeing how they fit into your mission and to do good for those people means that most of those people are happy for you this next question you may have done and and if not um i'm sure you've had influence in, in your classes with this but if you had the chance to talk to an incoming first year student at university of san diego what would you tell me a you know a 10 minute conversation what would you tell them yeah so at the University of San Diego, I am one of the academic peer advisors. So I go to a lot of the admissions events to represent the business school. And I've had various conversations with incoming students. And my biggest piece of advice is to take every opportunity. USD is a small enough campus where there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of different verticals that you can take or that are being offered, especially with scholarships. There's a variety of clubs. There's a variety of recruiters who come see us. So to just make sure that you're reading your emails, seeing what's going on at school and participating. So a continuation of that, for a student at University of San Diego or whatever school they're going to, yeah, is making an, Im- an impact on the world too big of a proposition for a college-age student? I don't think so because – if I reflect on my four years, I think that I've made impacts in various spaces. And to make an impact on the world doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be huge. It could be very simple as making sure you recycle after you have your move-in boxes and making sure that people know the recycling rules or starting an initiative at campus to have less waste or maybe to walk instead of taking the tram. You can make positive impacts for your world and your community every day. It just depends on what lens you look through it. And I think for me personally, joining clubs like SIBC gives me that opportunity to make a positive impact or doing a volunteer service thing with the church gives me an opportunity to make a positive impact. So Maria, what do you do outside of school? What do you do for fun? Um, I like to paint. I live downtown in San Diego, so it's really nice to just be able to grab my paint supplies and go paint out. Um, and about. I also have four other siblings, so a majority of the time I'm on the phone with them, giving them advice, making sure they're doing well in school. And additionally, I'm really into that health and fitness world, so I go cycling. So, so far in your life, what are you most proud of? I'd say the thing I'm most proud of is being a first-generation student and about to finish college in May. Um, No one in my family has ever finished college since they're all immigrants, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's a little bit underestimated how hard it is to get to this point and how much you kind of have to fight against the waves for a little bit to get to the end of college as a first gen. So I'd say that is going to be my most proud accomplishment. That's wonderful. Congratulations. I think that's great. Thank you. So the the last question, it, it's kind of, you have to think a little bit here. Yeah. Um, 
if if you know you played the lottery, whatever, you woke up tomorrow and you have all of a sudden multi generational wealth, and so this college degree, you really don't need to use it. You don't have to work per se. What would you do? Yeah. So for most people, it would be a difficult question, but for me, I'd move back to Greece um, because my dad immigrated here so late in life. The majority of my family is still back in Greece. So if I was able to just go live my life with my family, um, it would just, that would be enough for me. And um, to just kind of give back to a lot of the kids from my high school and my friends, our families are all immigrants. So to give our parents the opportunity to buy something without having to worry about the money would be probably what I'd also do with it. Great insight. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Maria, I certainly appreciate your time today. This has been fascinating for me. Get to learn a little about you. I want to uh, make a date on the calendar. I'm going to say in another two years to come back and uh, do part two. So I want to find out what you're doing and where you are. And if you're in New York, Chicago, wherever, um, just to get an update on everything. Yes, I'm excited to join the alumni network and to be one of those kids who comes back and it's like, there's hope. Not being one of the kids listening, but being the person speaking. No, that's great. And that's, that's wonderful. I mean, is to have that as a goal to do that. But, but thank you very much. I truly appreciate your time today. And I wish you the greatest fortunes in the future. Thanks, John, for having me. I really appreciate it, too. You're welcome. Thank you for listening today to Continuum, the IBC's podcast series. If you enjoyed our conversation, please subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. And for more information about the IBC, visit our website at ouribc.com. That's just O-U-R-I-B-C dot com. Thanks.